This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Don't miss the morning blaze with Doc and Skip. Now this from our international file. Police in Brazil are searching a worldwide web of evidence in hopes to find a dude who shot a man in an internet cafe. An hombre with a handgun can be seen on a security camera walking into the computer cafe and aiming a gun at the victim's head. The gun jammed and he left before the reality of what was happening could click with the patrons. The Morning Blaze with Doc and Skip. Weekday mornings, 6 to 9 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. What could we talk about? What could we talk about? We could talk about Obamacare, SCOTUS care, you know, held up gay marriage, legal in every state. If you don't like it, you can still say you don't like it for now. We could talk about the hypocrisy of our leaders, and I put leaders in small case letters who were against gay marriage not that long ago. For example, Barack Obama a few years ago. Uh, Define marriage. I believe that marriage uh, is the union between a man and a woman. Now for me as a Christian, for me... For me as a Christian, it's also a sacred union. Uh, huh. you know, God's in in the mix, uh-huh. um, but uh, would you support um, a, uh, a constitutional amendment with yeah. that uh, that definition? No, I would not. Why not? And because because historically, because historically we have not defined marriage in our constitution. It's been yeah. a matter yeah. of state law. That has been our tradition. Uh, I mean, let's break it down. The the reason that people think there needs to be a a constitutional amendment, some people believe, is because uh, of the concern that uh, 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 about same-sex marriage. I am not somebody who promotes same-sex marriage, but I do believe in civil unions. I do believe that we should not uh, that for a gay partners to want to visit each other in a hospital, for the state to say, you know what, that's all right. Uh, I don't think in any way inhibits my core beliefs about what marriage are. Uh, hmm. I think my faith is strong enough and my marriage is strong Do enough you? that I can afford those civil rights to others, even if I have a different perspective or a different view. Okay, hmm. how about this? We could continue with the hypocrisy of our leaders. Uh, And again, I put leaders in small case letters. For example, I don't know, Hillary Clinton a few years ago. I believe that marriage is not just a bond, but a sacred bond between a man and a woman. I have had occasion in my life to defend marriage. 
to stand up for marriage, to believe in the hard work and challenge of marriage. So I take umbrage at anyone who might suggest that those of us who worry about amending the Constitution are less committed to the sanctity of marriage or to the fundamental bedrock principle that it exists between a man and a woman going back into the mists of history, the mists of history. as one of the founding, foundational institutions of history and humanity and civilization, and that its primary principal role during those millennia has been the raising and socializing of children for the society into which they are to become adults. Wow. But they all have that Janet Napolitano excuse of, well, the evolution hadn't occurred. This was something that society, in a way, the arc of history, as it were, needed to get there. And the arc of history has clearly arrived. Or we could talk about a young man walks into a church in Charleston, South Carolina, intended to shoot him right then. It was prayer night. They welcomed him. He joins them. Then, after about an hour, he decides, you know what, I'm still going to kill him. Nine innocent people murdered. May they rest in peace. One left alive. Tell his story. Once we found out who he was, we were shown pictures of him. One was with the Confederate flag. They all must be torn down now. Statues, plaques, anything that reminds us of the history of the United States and the Civil War. Because remember, as Michelle Obama said, Barack knows that we have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. We are going to have to change our traditions, our history. We are going to have to move into a different place as a nation to provide the kind of future we all want desperately for our children. We could talk about the president's eulogy in South Carolina for the Reverend Clementa Pickney yesterday. Rest in peace, sir. We could talk. We could talk about and play the Amazing Grace song started by our president. Yeah, we could talk about all that. Or we could talk about the First Lady's trip to Europe with Mom and the daughters, really emphasizing how she looks at the struggle of everyday people. Oh, no, wait, man, I know. I know. It was a working vacation. (sighs) But aren't they all? We could talk about one down, one to go at approximately 3.45 p.m. yesterday. A member of law enforcement spotted a man in a wooded area in the town of Malone. A member of law enforcement shot and killed the man to believe to be the Clinton Correctional Facility escapee Richard Matt. He was fatally shot, dead. Matt and Sweat, you may remember, used power tools. to saw through their jail cells and steam pipes 
bashed a hole through a two-thick, two-foot thick brick wall, squirmed through pipes, and escaped June 6th. Now, Sweat was serving a life sentence without parole for killing a sheriff's deputy. He's still on the loose right now. They believe to have him cornered in this area close to the Canadian border. Amazing. Everyone thought they were gone. Matt was serving, we know, 25 years to life. And we knew he was in for murder. But we also, I found out something new. He was in for murder and dismembering his former boss. So he was a really, really bad guy. Now, we find out, we know now that Joyce Mitchell, who has, you know, of course, pled innocent. We heard from her husband and... And uh, she was supposed to help him and decided not to. And everyone was hypothesizing that she was just a, a one side of their plan and they had a plan B for their escape. We know now they didn't have a plan B, right? I mean, without her, they were left busting down cottages and trying to find food and digging through dumpsters. We have another civilian worker, a guard, that's charged in helping them. Amazing. He said he didn't realize that in the meat. But he took, they found the tools in his house. He used to give them to him and then take them back at the end of the day. So he helped him in the prison to set up a way to get out. Nice of him. But he's still on the run. Now, we don't know if they may have gotten him already, but I think the way the press is all over that area up there, if the shooting starts, I mean, obviously we try to bring these people in without incident. Don't anyone else hurt, specifically law enforcement. But it's daybreak. And I'm sure they're back to their main search. The way it looked yesterday, most of the search was uh, airborne, and they were surrounding the area, so they were just trying to close him in and, and get him into a small contained area. Now, is he in that area? I don't know. i got to believe law enforcement knows what they're doing. But I'd almost bet. I could be wrong. He doesn't come out alive. Nobody wants to hear his story. I mean, do you want to hear his story for the movie that's going to be made? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, everybody was hypothesizing they're on the beach. They're already long gone. They're they're smoking cigars. They're out of the country. Uh-huh. Without Joyce Mitchell, they were screwed. They were left foraging in the forest digging through dumpsters and hoping the dogs didn't catch up to him. We could talk about that. Or we could just remember in the words of our president with all the news that's come down this week from SCOTUS care to gay marriage 
escaped prisoners. We have, <laughs> I've got so much stuff to share with you today that has very little to do with what everyone else is going to be talking about today that we're going to do that. Because I want people to remember, even if you're at your lowest point and you think, you feel like, I don't know, a couple of people that I work with, that we're doomed and it's over, I'd like to reverse the words said by our president, Barack Hussein Obama, when he said, sometimes there are days like this. When that slow, steady effort is rewarded with justice that arrives like a thunderbolt. Yes, Mr. President, it does. It does. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Is the Jeff Fisher Show? We got to talk uh, something horrific, horrible going on in the country, and it needs to be addressed. And it needs to be addressed now. And that is the horror of bed bugs. Okay, this has been going on for a number of years now, and it doesn't seem that people are taking the taking heed to the horror that is bed bugs. And now we have a big story on the blaze right now. Louisville, Kentucky family's vacation at uh, Florida Result or at a resort turned into what they're calling a nightmare. When they realized their room was infested with bed bugs. It's really pretty bad. There's pictures of pictures of the mom. Oh man. When they started noticing bites showing up on their skin, initially assuming they were from mosquitoes. When more started popping up over the next few days, they pulled back the sheets. There they saw the watermelon seed-sized bugs that feed off human blood and are notoriously hard to get rid of. We counted 266 bites on my oldest daughter. 125 bites on my middle child. All right, first of all, stop for a second. After about the first 50, don't you think to yourself, you know, maybe it's not a mosquito flying around. No, it's just me. Family cut their vacation short. Not a, <laughs> imagine 266 bites on the oldest kid? That's short? Okay. Anyway, I'm not beating up them. It's not their fault. Although, come on. I mean, how? After, I'll give you 50 bites. I'm giving you 50 bites. As out of my goodness of my heart, I'm going to give you 50 bites on the bed bug thing. Because 50 bites might happen, boom, overnight. Right? You're laying in bed, you got bed bugs. Those little nasty things crawling, you biting you, sucking blood out of you. And I've got a way to, I've got to show you a way uh, that they usually don't talk about on how to fix it if you go to the hotel. Okay. 
So they're all over. And then I find that we have the bed bug registry. It's a bedbugregistry.com. And uh, <laughs> I tell you, up and down the East Coast is some serious bed bugs. All right. So just be careful. Now, you know, they, they like the humidity and this warmth and the sheets and human skin and stuff. They get all that. So, and then I think, well, which one is worse? I mean, you got bed bugs, right? You got scabies, you got crabs, Ooh. creepy crawly things all over you. Nasty. So you got bed bugs, you got scabies, crabs. I would guess uh, crabs or scabies is probably, uh, scabies is, ooh. They dig deep burrows inside your skin and lay eggs there. According to according to this story on the difference between bed bugs, crabs, and scabies, the burrowing inside the skin gives you that obnoxious feeling that can drive anybody crazy. <laughs> And of course, the you know the the bed bugs are you know in the sheets and in the corner of the mattresses and stuff, and the, the crabs are more human skinish area in your privates, and you'll feel those. However, let me tell you. <laughs> so I've you know be careful when you go out on your vacation. In summertime, you're going out, you're taking the family. You don't want to, you don't want anything bad to happen, and you obviously don't want your kids to get all bit up by bed bugs and all that kind of stuff in hotels. But here's how you fix it, or at least gives you a fighting chance at at a lot of these resorts and hotels anywhere. Really, is I was told this by a bug man. All right, and this is what he does. And I thought, wow, that's a, that's a good idea. So he checks in. You check into the hotel, right? Before you unpack anything, because the bed bugs will, you know, they move around and carry around in luggage and sheets, and uh, they have babies. The female bug of the bed bug can lay up to 100 babies that look like dust. Mm. And they come in through luggage and clothing, and all these, all these uh, little, you know, crabs and scabies and stuff. They, they travel on you, and you have the opportunity, and they have the opportunity to hitch a ride. When you go into the hotel to check in, before you unpack anything, take all the bedding off. Every single thing of the bedding, all the bedding, everything. Pull it off. Look for the bed bugs, but you wrap up the bedding and set it out in the hallway and call the desk and say, I want all fresh bedding. My sheets, blankets, comforters, pillows, pillowcases, all of it. Get housekeeping up here. I want all new. For And there you go. So then you can, you're can you able to look at the mattresses, see if there's any issue. If there is, you get a chance to leave. And you get new sheets, new comforters, new pillows. Make, make a housekeeping take care of it all. 
that you have a better shot of not getting, what was it, 200, wow, 260-some bites before they figured out, hey, man, there's a little bed bug issue here. Ooh, ooh. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Sad news today. Uh, well, I mean, it's, I mean, it may be good news for some of you, but Univision, Univision, dumps Donald Trump, cancels Miss USA over his comments about Mexicans. Wait, what? I mean, why? I mean, he said... He loved the Mexican people. He said, and I I love Mexican people. I love Mexico. He said that. But he's standing by his statement. In his speech there, everybody's mad at him for his Mexico statements from his speech. Remember, he uh, said, uh, uh, implored immigrants from Mexico. A lot of problems. They're bringing those problems to us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. I assume they're good people. (laughs) So, um, they're a little pissed at Don for his little Mexican. uh, I love Mexico. I love Mexican people. I bet you do, Don. Now, Univision says, hey, we're done. We're not carrying this. So Don says, hey, I'm going to have to sue him. That's the way they're going to sign contract. They got a signed contract. Okay. So Don sends a big letter to the CEO of Univision. Please be advised. And he's got a scathing letter. And he also. Said, um, no, we're, uh, you can't stay at any of my resorts either, okay? The Trump resorts, they're not for you, okay? You stay out of them. But now, now, even more sad news. Miss USA co-host quits. Come on. Come on. And Donald Trump. Donald Trump's opinions do not represent those of NBC. We do not agree with his positions on a number of issues, including his recent comments on immigration. But he said, I love Mexico. I love Mexican people. Miss USA co-host Rosalind Sanchez cited Trump's comments about immigrants as her reason for severing ties with the show. Since I heard Trump's speech, as a Latina, I felt a lump in my stomach. 
It's got to be a joke, I thought. The star of Lifetime series, Devious Maids. It's got to be a joke. <gasps> he said they're bringing in drugs. Um, yeah. He said they're rapists. Some of them are. They're gang members. Look, I'm not for Donald Trump. I mean, I, I think Don is kind of a joke. But he does say some things. There are a number of people that resonates with a number of people across the country. And this, I believe, is one of them. So when you want to talk about the Bubba effect, and you want to talk about the pendulum swinging back, and swinging back hard, this could be your start. This is the beginning of the fire. Because we have NBC distancing themselves, and of course the... They say, no, uh, I quit. I can't be the co-host of Miss USA if, if he feels that immigrants are bringing drugs into the country. But he said, he also said, I love Mexico. I love Mexican people. Tough. And he refuses to apologize, which I got to tell you, resonates with a lot of people. Because everybody apologizes for everything in today's world, right? No matter what, you start feeling the fire, and all of a sudden, all right, I'm sorry. What I really meant to say was, um, I love Mexico, and I love Mexican people, and the immigrants coming in aren't all Mexicans, and they're from Central America, Guadalajara. This country has always welcomed immigrants into the country, and that's what we are. We're a country of immigrants, and... And it was I, I mean, it's misleading to think that they all are bringing in drugs and illness and crime and drinking all our water and the, helping with the drought in California. And it's misleading that they're spreading, uh, spreading some kind of sickness because they haven't been inoculated in their country and we're letting them travel all over the country. Wait, wait, what? Hey, I'm fighting for the United States, says Donald. Not Mexico. Okay? So get over it. Univision's got a signed contract. Fine. You want to cancel? I need millions. <laughs> They'll probably just pay it just to get rid of them, which will fund his campaign. So, Miss USA, on the rocks. I believe Donald saved that. I am, Look, I am not fighting for Donald Trump, but this is, I believe Donald Trump. Did he save Miss USA? I mean, they were on the verge of tanking. Right? Once his face died, the singer, and the whole thing was going to hell. So Don came in and saved it and got the promotion and started promoting it, which he does to all his stuff. I know he's that kind of guy. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a traveling salesman, a carpetbagger. I got it. It's a circus show, sideshow. But people pay to see sideshows. So he's happy to take your money. Do I think he'd be a good president? Probably not. No, I don't. Do I think a lot of what he's saying is resonating with some of the Bubba people in America? You're damn right. And not apologizing? You're damn right. Because I think a lot of the country is really tired. Really tired of feeling like they always have to say they're sorry for saying how they feel. Instead of being able to hear, well... That's just him. It's America. He can think what he wants to think. Leave him be over there. 
and let it go. No, we expect him to come back and say, oh, we're sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I wish I would have said this and what I would have said that. No. So I think that is going to resonate a little now. Is it going to pan out? And really, you know, the polls that have him leading and everything, in the long run, that goes away. Because uh, people will realize that he is the sideshow. And it's nice to have the sideshow. But we do like the real business on the other side of the road, too. I mean, every once in a while, we'll walk across the street and pay money to see the sideshow, but we don't want the sideshow actually representing everything about us. We'd like to go back across the street to the nicer building and say, this is the person that really represents us. Yeah, that's one of us over there, but he's he's just a sideshow. This is this is who we are. And with when questioned uh, about who people would vote for and... Um, for the GOP, I mean, he's a big name. So he's known, right? So you see Donald Trump? Yeah, Donald, that's Donald Trump. What about Scott Walker? I don't know who that is. That's it. Anyway, I think that we're, I think, we're, you know, Don's in trouble. And good luck, Miss USA. Just may be left to, there'll be some reality show. Pick it up. It'll just be NBC will pick it up and call it Miss USA on fire or something. And they'll just have their own little thing for NBC on their little reality show. And maybe Univision can pick it up since everybody loves them these days. They're just the wonderful darling of television. Jorge Ramos and his crew, they all they're the they're the darlings. Anyway, goodbye. Good luck, and God bless to the Miss USA pageant. Take care. Rest in peace. Okay? Okay. Now, perhaps, when they have the Miss USA funeral, maybe they can join in like we're doing in China. And it's a unique way to celebrate the dead. You want your loved one to be honored at their funeral, right? So the thing that's become the thing in parts of China and Taiwan, especially according to this story in rural areas, but coming to a town near you. And now since we have the thing called the World Wide Web, uh, we all thankfully can share and some of the sadness that is a funeral where we have strippers to honor the honor the dead what a tremendous idea <laughs> we're supposed to celebrate life right at the funerals that's what it's all about celebrate life bring in the strippers a woman in a short white skirt and a halter top pulls a mourner on stage and begins to undress him while periodically peeling off a piece of her own clothing, a digital ticker tape. 
in Mandarin, tries to remind mourners how sad they are and how dearly departed as a sexually suggestive song pounds in the background. The crowd, which includes children, heavy winter coats. They're more focused on what piece of clothing she's going to discard. Now, police in China and Taiwan are a little ticked. They want to crack down. They're raiding funerals and issuing fines to exotic dancers. How can that be a fine? Well, I mean, it is China, by the way, and Taiwan. I mean, that's... According to this, Chinese officials are trying to end the practice by calling for a return to traditional values. If you're going to go back to the traditional values of China, why not just show up and put a bullet in their head? Which may be coming to a funeral near you if you're a stripper. Now, it's told that a lot of these funerals are... uh, (laughs) The strippers pull up in a truck... And they do their show in the back of a pickup truck. So if the police are coming, they can make the quick getaway. I love that. Uh, We'll perform, but if the police show, we're out. Okay, that's all there is to it. So China really does want to end the practice. And they really do want to go back to traditional values. But when Uncle Louie wants Janie from the strip club that he used to go to perform and show just what a beautiful, artful dancer she is at his funeral, come on, who are we to stop that? You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show, The Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to participate in the broadcast. Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka coming up right after this broadcast today. And then, of course, Saturday is uh, live programming just for you. Because right after Puro Pelka, you've got uh, America WK with Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all live, all right here on the Blaze Radio Network. I'm not sure what uh, what Mike is uh, to get. The gift is going to be for participating in today's broadcast. It may be, and I don't know this for. I'm just throwing it out there because I, you know, it's possible that it could happen. Is that you may get a six pack of nine volt batteries with his picture on it. I mean, it would just be a way for. Pure Opelka to charge your life. Be, help with the light of your life. But good luck on that. Good luck on that. So Walmart. Remember the story with the five Walmarts closing and everybody was so pissed and it was because, it was because, hey, I'll tell you what, it's because we were arguing for $15 an hour wage hikes and you were closing because it's bad and that's it. And You closed the one in Brandon and Livingston and Midland, Texas and Pico Riviera, California and Tulsa, Oklahoma and you're doing it because we were wanted more money. 
Well, no, that really isn't the case because the Walmart in Florida is scheduled to reopen uh, Christmas holiday season. Um, they are right now um, replacing the roof and plumbing system, both of which they had said was an issue when they closed the stores. So everything's okay. And the evil, evil Walmart gave severance pay to affected associates and they made an exception to its policies to allow part-time employees to receive severance pay. I hate them for that. Those evil bastards making sure that people work in a safe environment with safe plumbing and a roof that doesn't cave in on you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do I hate them so much. We want $15 an hour, and we want $15 an hour now. And that's it. We want it. And you're closing it because we were fighting for it. Hate them for that. Best. Hate you. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How you doing? You good? Good. Glad to hear it. Could you be better? You betcha. Couldn't anyone be better? <laughs> yes. Yes. Which got me to thinking. I saw a, a post from philcook.com that talked about, uh, it said, pastors, read this before you respond to media requests. Uh, today on same-sex marriage, which you know obviously happened yesterday, and and I thought, well, that might be something to look at. And it's actually, you know what? It's good advice for everyone. Now, number one, never engage in an argument. You don't win when you start arguing with the media. I hate people in the media. <laughs> we, I mean, they suck. Uh, my suggestion is not to make a statement uh, today. He doesn't want you to make a statement today unless you feel strongly about it. That might hold true with just about everything. Unless you feel absolutely strongly about something, it might, you might not want to make a statement if asked about something. You might be able to say, um, I really don't have a comment about that right now. Avoid being negative. That immediately will define your perception. Yeah, no kidding. And especially as the Christian leaders, no kidding. And finally, keep it short. People, this is good advice for everyone. When you see uh, people go start trailing off in news stories, the news people, the media people, I don't know. Like if I were interviewing someone and they just started talking, you have to let them go. You have to just let them keep talking because you never know what you're going to say. 
So his advice is keep it short. A media interview isn't time for a sermon or a lecture. The single greatest tool journalists use to hang people is simply allowing them to talk freely. I hate media people that do that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh. Just because the interviewer gets quiet doesn't mean you have to keep talking. That's, I mean, that's good advice. (laughs) So, because as soon as you, if you're done, then the media person has to take over. Has to. Because that's their job. But if you're going to keep talking, we're going to let you go. At least for a while. I mean, if you start rambling way, way off, we got to, we got to bring you back in a little bit but if it's a, like a hot topic i mean this was for the pastors so specifically uh, uh for the pastors but if it's a if it's a hot topic that's uh a strong topic all over the country you want someone either side but specifically the side that's against the so-called majority and I do mean so-called majority. Uh, you want them to go off. So you'll you'll hear yourself audio and see yourself video with audio for the next one hundred thousand years, guaranteed. Because some jerk will hear you say. <laughs> Hear you say it and play it on the radio over and over and over again. I hate people like that. Which got me to thinking, and immediately after I read this, then I see a story that says, hey, 24 daily habits that will make you smarter. And I thought, who can't use that, right? We got good advice before you respond to the media, and we got habits that'll make you smarter. I mean, it was meant to be. I mean, back to back in my okay. Let's hear it. What are they? There's 24 things that are going to make me smarter. I've tried a number of things; they haven't worked. Let me just be clear about that. I know that. Don't look at me like that. I know they haven't worked. But I'm just telling you. This is for your advice today, all right? First from the philcook.com. It was meant for pastors, but it's good advice for anyone who ever has the opportunity to go in front of the media, uh, whether it be, well, specifically television, uh, news media, but if you're on the radio too, the same thing holds true. Don't engage in an argument unless you're, you know, you're willing to put up that fight. And my don't make a statement. Unless you feel strongly about something, avoid being negative and keep it short. But these are 24 daily habits that will make you smarter. Now, I haven't, let's see if they will actually work to make you smarter. Number one, come up with 10 ideas every day. Okay. Number two, follow your questions. Number three, Play devil's advocate. Okay. Number four. This is 24 daily habits that will make you smarter. Number four. Read a chapter in a book. Number five. Watch educational videos instead of TV. 
Coming in at number six, read the newspaper. The what? The what? I probably should have read this instead of just clicking on it for the show and saying, oh, 24 things that will make you smarter and the Phil Cook thing. Because I saw the top one come up with 10 ideas every day. That's pretty good. Everyone should do that. I don't know that it makes you smarter, but you should come up with 10, 10 ideas every day and read a chapter in a book. I didn't see read the newspaper, though. Dear newspaper people, what is a newspaper? Number seven, check in with your favorite knowledge sources. Number eight, share what you learn with other people. Number nine, apply what you learn. You can stimulate your mind. Wait, what? Is that true? You can do that? I guess. Okay. You can take online courses. You can... Talk to someone you find interesting. All right, Business Insider. You just throw this together. Subscribe to feeds of interesting information. That's actually a good idea. That comes up good. I like doing that. Play smart games. Uh, Okay. Use a word of the day app. Uh, Okay. Do something scary. Push your limits, I guess. Explore new areas. Same thing. Hang out with people who are smarter than you. If you're doing this, everyone is smarter than you. Set aside some time to do nothing. Big fan of that. I do that a lot. That hasn't worked a lot, though. A little disappointed, but I am a fan of that. That's all I'm saying. Set aside some time to do nothing. Adopt a productive hobby you can practice on a daily basis. Whatever that is, whatever that hobby is. Write everything down. Yeah, that's a good idea. Now, that's actually, uh, they've actually started to uh, do studies on that. Uh, If you actually write it down, not type it into a laptop, not type it into your phone, not type it into your pad. Write it down with a pencil or ink and paper. Remember how to do that? And number 24, exercise and eat a healthy diet. Are you kidding me? I like Phil Cook's ideas better. All right, you want to make 10 grand? Forget about working hard. (laughs) Forget about being smarter, okay? Okay. That's just dumb. All right. What you want is to win money. That's what the lottery is there for, right? Hope. Hope that you win money. Well, thanks to BJ's Restaurant and Brew House. Have you ever eaten at BJ's Restaurant and Brew House? Well, I have. They have 163 restaurants across the nation. And announced Wednesday in celebration. Of its new bowl dishes, it's offering a $10,000 gift card. A $10,000 gift card to BJ's Casual Dining and Restaurant and Brew House. If you name your child, 
quinoa. I would actually do that. Why not? Let me get quinoa. <laughs> now, I hope you get it. I mean, hold on. Let's see proper quinoa. Uh, Ten miles, dollars. If you're not the first one to do it. Oh, you get the, if you're not the first one to do it, then you get just nothing. You get a, like a cherry chipotle grand salmon, fries with chili verde. What? Not the first one to do it. Has anyone done it yet? Because I just named my kid Quinoa. Can I have my $10,000 gift card, please? I just changed my name, my kid's name to Quinoa. I refuse to call my youngest daughter anything but Quinoa now. Here, Quinoa. You ready to name your kid Quinoa? Why not? You don't have to have two names. You can name your kids any amount of names you want. So you name it Quinoa Joseph Michael Billings or whatever you want. So the kid's name is Quinoa. You got $10,000 worth of BJ's Brew House. And you're all good. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Welcome to it. How are you? Are you that good, really? Well, good. I'm very glad to hear that. You know, I got me thinking as we were talking about the the Walmart story, uh, the stores that closed down and they're opening for sure the one in Florida back up and they are putting a new roof on and putting all new plumbing in so it wasn't a lie. And I'm sure that, you know, the disbelievers will say, they're just doing that. So one of the largest workforces and workplaces in the world closed down five stores, over, you know, a couple thousand employees or whatever, just closed it down because they were protesting for $15 an hour. And now they want to open it back up before Christmas because that's, of course, when they make the most of their money. Uh, they weren't going to do that, but instead of just opening it up or just adding on to adding that new liquor store on the side, instead of doing that, we're going to replace the entire roof and entire plumbing system while we add on a liquor store and we try to get open with employees. Um, I got news for you. You don't get to be as big as Walmart is doing something that stupid. Okay. You don't get to be the biggest company for doing something that stupid. I mean, they're the third largest workforce in the world. The third largest workforce in the world. Think of that. Think of that. 2.1 million. Who's ahead of Walmart? It's that evil industry, China. And then other evil industry, the U.S. Department of Defense. Wow. The U.S. Department of Defense has 3.2 million people working for them. Good. 
we need it, especially since China has 2.3 million. And then it's Walmart, McDonald's, United Kingdom National Health Services, of course. China National Petroleum Corporation, of course. Oh, there's two in China, so right now you're looking at 3.8. That puts them to number one, really. Those are two different things, but that really... Here's the third one, State Grid Corporation of China, 1.5. Well, it's communist, so they all work for the company. All work for them, right? Doesn't matter. But they're number one. Largest workforce, China. God bless them. But Walmart and McDonald's, all right there, 2 million employees. That's great. And you don't get to do that by... We're really pissed at the workers for complaining about what they get paid. They want they want the minimum wage up. So we're just going to shut down five of our stores. And then we'll put a new roof on. And we'll put new plumbing on. And we'll build a new liquor store just to fool them. No, you know how you get that big? You get that big by starting now to charge your vendors more money to put their goods in your store. That's what Walmart's going to start doing. So all those that think that Walmart can just absorb that whole $15 an hour thing is wrong. And all you that think that Walmart is this great company for raising the pay scale, wrong. Okay? Everything gets absorbed. Sooner or later, it gets absorbed by you. Now, Walmart might have their price points where you can't put your goods in their stores if you charge too much money. If it's you know too expensive, that very well may, may be. But sooner or later, you're going to reach a point where you can't meet that price point. And then what happens? You either get taken out, you go out of business. Oh, wait, and that means less jobs for less people. So there's more or less product. There's more people without jobs, more people without money that can buy stuff at Walmart, which means less people they need to work and stock the shelves. It's funny how that works. Amazing. Amazing. Now, I know, you know, it wasn't too long ago that we had uh, the World Health Organization tell us that uh, the Ebola outbreak that we were all so freaked out about was the most severe and acute health emergency seen in modern times. Now, we've gone kind of astray from that coverage. There's been, uh, there's been the Confederate flag to worry about. <laughs> we can't have that hanging. I'll tell you that right now. I don't care about that Ebola killing people. That flag represents history. So we can't have that around. So my man from uh, EbolaOutbreakMap.com messaged me this morning saying, we have news, Jeff. Ebola news. Oh, my God. Are we okay? Hi, Jeff. Hello. Are we okay? Uh, well, we got some different monitoring locations in the United States, as well as building some new Ebola treatment centers. Uh, they've got a couple grants to build some new centers in the United States. Um, who, I guess, who did that? Um, Minnesota, as well as Boston and Washington State. That's the three centers that we're aware of. They've gotten uh, Boston got about twenty million dollars. Um, Minnesota got two point five million. And Washington got a, almost three million to build a new Ebola treatment center in their states. Uh, to treat wow! So, Ebola so if we're building treatment centers, 
and we're getting this grant money from the government, and I love grant money, by the way, because you don't have to pay it back, um, and you don't have to produce anything, really. Uh, you just They give you the money, and you're supposed to go do what you said you were going to do with it. However, uh, that means that they still think that it's going to be a bigger issue than we think it is? Uh, well, if they're going to spend the money on it, why? Uh, why if it's not a problem, why, why spend money? Why get grants and and build hospitals and train employees for all that? If, if it's if it's not, it's not going to go away. Have we had Boston, anyone? Go ahead. The one in the Boston is very unusual because the one in the Boston they got the money as soon as they got a West African admitted in their hospital, and and they test right. them. For, they were going to test them for Ebola. Um, and it wasn't a big deal. The health department, health department in Boston, Massachusetts, said it's a common occurrence for West Africans to have a temperature and fever. It's nothing to worry about. And right. So it's probably not Ebola. And okay, so I'm up against the clock. But tell me, I'm up against the clock. But tell me, has anyone from the United States, in the United States, contracted Ebola? They're not. Oh, the news statements. They have not. Okay. Thank you very much. EbolaOutbreakMap.com This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. All right. So my man Aaron that works on the show is all hyped up about this Lexus hoverboard. Now, if you watch uh, Blaze TV or listen to the Blaze Radio Network weekdays, you know we have a program called the Pat and Stu Show, of which I am a part of. We covered the Lexus hoverboard. We watched the video. We talked about it. Everyone's all hyped up because we want the hovering board so bad. We can't stand it. It was in a movie and it said it would be here in 2015. We've got to make it. Uh, you know, okay, Lexus. Thanks. It was nice. But look, A, if you watch the promotional video of the Lexus hoverboard, no one gets on it. It is hovering above the ground, but no one's on it. Also, um, there's no way that that hovers like it was hovering. It, it's built on some the mag, and, I, and I, I'm only pretending to be a scientist here. Uh, between magnets and <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. I should have looked it up. When I, I was talking to him during the break, and it got me thinking about the hoverboard. I should have looked up the exact what they call it. But you know how trains hover with the magnets and the pressure up above the tracks on some of the some of the fast the speed trains, speed bullet trains. And the hoverboard looked like it was doing the same thing. So you see the concrete, but in that concrete or underneath it is that metal plate so that the magnets will make it hover and move. We're a long way off before uh you know my kid hops on a hoverboard and hovers to the neighbors and safety wise we'll never have that created to be major use we can't even ride a bicycle without putting on a safety suit 
You think you're going to go down the street on a hoverboard without a safety suit? You're dreaming. I've got a hoverboard that hovers four and a half feet. That's against the law. You can only hover two feet. That's legal. Quit hovering that high. If you fall from four feet, you're going to die. All right. Whatever. Shut up. So, the headline of this story, and speaking, there, this is another safety story. This is what's going to happen with the hoverboards, okay? People are going to go, yeah. When no one's looking, I hover my board 18 feet off the ground. I've got super-duper capacitor hovers. <laughs> yeah, okay? So you go ahead and do your little silly two feet or less on the hover down the sidewalk, pansy. <laughs> okay? I'm over here hovering 18. <laughs> Got it. Same thing. The headline. Longtime smoker Eddie Van Halen. Guitar picks, magnets, gave him cancer. That's not really what he said. Okay. Well, what he said. He's, first of all, he's been cancer free. And he was doing a lot of drugs and everything. But when he, they, he was talking about having this tongue cancer... They asked him, hey, what do you think? You're a longtime smoker. Uh, What do you think happened? And he said, well, you know, um, I spent uh, all kinds of time in the studio and I was holding uh, guitar picks, brass and copper guitar picks in my mouth uh, during that time. And those are filled with electromagnetic energy. And, you know, could have given me cancer. Could have given the tongue, giving a tongue cancer. And that's it. He was, he was just saying. He didn't say it actually did it. He was just saying, you know, it's possible. I think that's what, I think that's what did it. And he even said, hey, doctors say it's possible, but they don't know. Now it's possible, but they don't know. So that's just his belief. It wasn't that he was saying, you know. I got cancer. I got tongue cancer because I had this metal guitar pick, this magnet guitar pick in my mouth, and I'm going to sue metalguitarpick.com. No, that wasn't all at all. Now you heard of Tinder? You know what? You know Tinder, the app, the dating app of Tinder that's used all over the world, specifically, uh, you know, really well around uh, college campuses and where a lot of you young people preside. I love the Tinder app. And you get to, you know, you put your face on Tinder and you get to date and you get to meet. And it's all in your area. It's all in your local area. And you see the picture and you go, eh, no. And you swipe left. And you go, ah, yes. And you swipe right. So you keep them. Keep the ones you like. Get rid of the ones you want. It's all based on looks. All what you like. And then sooner or later you may, you know, when it's 2 o'clock in the morning, you may end up with Tinder photo number three, who is just three blocks away waiting to hook up with you but become Tinder photo number one. Well, now there's going to be a Tinder app for your dog. Oh, how cute. How cute. A Tinder app for dogs. And you know that dog people are just going to eat this up. Eat it up. It's going to be unbelievable. 
Uh, the KFC Lab. We'll just go down some headlines here for you. I love uh, some of these stories that will keep you in the loop. Uh, water cooler talk for you. Okay, so when you get to work on Monday, you can go, hey, I know a little bit about that. Take a drink of water, sip your coffee, and say, I can talk to you about the KFC Lab. That, uh, you know, they, they soon said the guy had the deep fried rat. No. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was just chicken. <laughs> How about you apologize, you little torp? But no, that's not going to happen. Good news for Japan. You can now legally dance in public. Yay. Yay. Uh, I wondered this why. I've talked about it often. I lived in Florida for a long time. Wondered why in the heck, okay, I could not find drugs washing up on the shore. People found it all the time. I used to look at the beaches and walk the beaches and look for bales of marijuana, packets of cocaine, rolling up on the shore, nothing. Once again, here we go. A surfboard washes up in Tijuana. A surfboard washes up in Tijuana. A motorized surfboard full of meth. It's a good way to get into the country, except you don't have any control of where it goes when it storms. I'm sure the person that's filling up the hollow motorized surfboard probably did a little bit too much meth. It's just my guess, but I could be wrong. That never happens to me. Never. And... If you're looking, they remember they found the drugs uh, earlier this week in the coconuts, big bust, full of coconuts. I had nothing to do with that. We just busted a lady now with the cocaine. She had three pounds of liquid cocaine in her uh, in her breast implant. Three pounds of liquid cocaine in her breast implant. You go ahead and write your own jokes on that because I've got a whole bunch that I've already written. Okay. Yeah, I got a whole bunch that I've already written. Promise you that. Now, there is some stuff. We talked about the hoverboard and uh, how people want to, uh, you know, they want to have it because it was in Back to the Future and it's 2015 and we got to get the hoverboard. The future's here. The future's now. The future's here. The future's now. We got to do all this stuff. Well, where's my flying cars? Why can't I have the flying cars? Where's my flying car? How are we going to do it? Is it going to be safe? We can't even. We've got we've got self driving cars and driverless cars that are close to running. I like that that story where the driverless cars almost hit each other and they didn't. They made such a big story about that. I guess the good news is they didn't hit each other, right? I mean, that's the whole point. So, I mean, that's the whole point. It may have been too close, or it may have been not quite right, but the application actually worked. They didn't hit each other. So, anyway, uh, the flying car. Every time I see a flying car, I'm thinking that's not what people are going to buy. And this latest one, this Aeromobile, is the latest one, this Aeromobile, it looks beautiful. And it looks like the best one. It's similar to the original ones that we used to see where you park it and the wings come out. And it turns into a plane. This one actually looks really good. And it looks like it does it pretty fast. But it does not look comfortable. You're not going to run down to the store in it. Okay, You're just not. And you still have to go to some place like, I don't know, an airport to take off. So when you get to a point where you can fly, and they're never going to let these things start flying around the city. No way. 
We talked about this before. I think uh, what you know, they'll do it outside the cities. You'll get more and more cars like this, so you'll have an opportunity to, you know, maybe a landing strip and a takeoff strip. I'm, you know, heading westbound is the takeoff. Eastbound is landing. You are now into city limits. You must land. City limits must land. You can you cannot fly more than one thousand feet above land. Hit a pole, your fault. Uh, remember. Keep your hands on the guardrails at all times. They'll never let that happen. So, it's, I mean, it looks nice and everything, but it's not really ready for prime time. However, you make those a little bit cheaper, make them a little bit more comfortable. I believe you'll have you'll be seeing more. And it looks like it's a little uh, it's a little more airplaney than automobile-y. And by that, I mean you're going to have to. You see the people out on the roads driving automobiles, right? You see those people? You do not want those people driving and flying that thing. I guarantee you that. And I don't think they could. That's another thing. That's my point. It's really more airplane-y than it is automobile-y. You can quote me on that, too. It's more airplane-y than it is automobile-y. Man. When you're a scientist, you just come up with... This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka coming right up after this broadcast. Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. That's your Saturday. My gosh. Then you have David Barton, Bill Handel, Jackie Pick. Or I should, I'm sorry. Jackie D on Sundays talking energy. And that show actually is uh, kind of growing on me. You might want to give that a listen. You learn a lot of information about uh, the energy and what's the energy sector and what's going on in the world energy-wise. Pretty fascinating. Uh, she talks to uh, she talks to some pretty fascinating people. And so I'm going to give it a listen. It's worth well worth a listen. And then weekdays of course. <laughs> Hello. Doc and Skip, Len Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stu. That's an action-packed Monday through Friday right there. And then if that wasn't enough, <laughs> if that wasn't enough, my friends, you can go to theblaze.com slash radio, which is probably where you're at right now, and look at the extra podcasts that we present to you. And more are coming. More big names are coming. So you can take us with you and listen wherever you go. Your little heart's consent. Just download that show and listen to it. It's all yours. Take it with you. Walk around. Do the house cleaning. Lay down. But you can take I I love the idea of being able to listen to stuff wherever you want, whenever you want. Love it. It's my time. I get to choose my time. Remember, I mean, I know it was such a, a good time to think to yourself, 
know, the family would just get together. We'd all just hover around the little radio. Or we'd just hover around the little TV and watch the show that happened every Monday at 8. I know. It sounds good. But really, yeah, no, it's okay. Because if there's something that you all want to watch, you could still all watch it. When you're all together. And then when you're not all together, you can listen to other stuff. Instead of having to wait, you get to pick and choose. It's your time. The future, my friends, is right now. And the excitement is no gatekeepers. Uh, Those gatekeepers are coming quick, though. They are barreling down on the Internet. Barreling as fast as they can. So I would find my way as fast as you can to doing great things on the Internet. Because that bastion is going to go away. They want to take that away soon. Soon. Now, a little uh, little house cleaning. Uh, next weekend is the July 4th weekend. Isn't that unbelievable? Independence Day weekend next weekend. Whew, man. First six months, and I know it's 7-4. I got it. It's July. But the first six months of this year have seriously flown by, man. Gone. I mean, it was just January. So anyway, next weekend is July 4th. We have a very special, special presentation for you, our July 4th special to be broadcast. And that will broadcast all weekend on the Blaze Radio Network. Yes, we're giving people some time off, okay? It's a, it's a holiday weekend. Wanted to want the workers to spend time with their family and hover around the TV and watch that show that they don't normally get to watch together because you can't download it and take it with you uh, on your phone, okay? So we're providing that. So listen to the special and take us with you, okay? Anytime. That's the way it goes. Have a great couple of weeks. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Enjoy the July 4th special. I think there's a segment with me on there. I don't remember if I did something or not. Has anybody told you you look good today? No? (laughs) Well, you do. You look great. I mean that. I mean, you're not going to wear what you're wearing right now all day, though, are you? Because it looks good on you. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.